Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy Collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy push-up bra, in on-trend hues like green and citron and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or or online at victoriasecret.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... <laughs> Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Welcome to Criminalia, a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. They were a family accused of murdering pregnant women for the purpose of making candles out of those unborn babies. And you couldn't convince anyone otherwise. You should know now that this show is going to talk about some very extreme methods of torture. That'll be near the end of the show. Welcome to Criminalia. I'm Maria Tremarchi. And I'm Holly Fry. The time was the end of the 16th century and beginning of the 17th. And the Poppenheimers were an itinerant family from Bavaria who took whatever odd jobs they could to get by. Having been teased and abused because he had been born out of wedlock, Paulus, the family patriarch, ran away multiple times during his childhood, and he learned to care for himself by doing odd jobs in local towns. Anna, the matriarch of the family, was the daughter of a gravedigger and grew up in the Franconian town of Ansbach. Though her father's occupation was, of course, something completely necessary, it was also deemed as a degrading occupation among the locals. 
Anna was ridiculed by both children and adults throughout her childhood. And when Paulus and Anna met and married, he was a day laborer in the town brickyard, and he was thinking about how one day he would take over his father-in-law's work. So, Pavenheimer. Let's talk about this family name for a second. It's the name recorded in their court documents, making them forever the Pappenheimers. But that likely wasn't the family's actual real name. They were likely the game pearls. The word Pappenheimer described what Paulus often did for a living. He cleaned privies. So maybe think about it more like a family nickname. And there's also slang usage that we can't 100% verify, so maybe maybe one of you can, but we hear that the word was Nuremberg slang for garbage man far into the 20th century. At this time in history, to set the scene surrounding witchcraft, there was a strong belief and a healthy fear of witches and the black magic that they practiced. You have probably guessed where this is headed. Paulus and Anna, along with their three sons, 20-year-old Gumprecht, 20-year-old Jacob and 10-year-old Hansel were accused of crimes of murder and witchcraft in February of 1600. And the case against them was based entirely on the accusation of a single person. That person claimed to have assisted them with murders of seven pregnant women for the purpose of making candles out of their unborn babies. It is believed that Paulus may have previously argued with that man that accused them, but there doesn't seem to be any solid evidence. After being accused, the Poppenheimers were arrested in the middle of the night, taken from their beds, and then everything that could go wrong did. Fresh on the Bavarian throne, there was Duke Maximilian I, a young Catholic with a strong anti-Lutheran stance, and Of note here, the Pappenheimers were Lutheran. Maximilian wanted to crack down on all crime in his region, and he believed the display should be extravagant. The worse the crime, the worse the punishment. Once they were arrested, the Pappenheimers were suddenly catapulted into the center of a witch hunt that was growing across Bavaria. The Duke decided to use them as a political tool This was one way he provided an example of what horrifying things would happen to highwaymen, grave robbers, and any other thieves among them. We're going to take a break here for a word from our sponsor. And when we return, we will talk about how the Poppenheimers were not guilty. They were scapegoats. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Simply Safe. Listen, you listen to true crime podcasts. You know that the world can be dangerous and unpredictable and that there will unfortunately be people who want to hurt each other. And so it's kind of nice to get a little peace of mind by having a good home security system. Just take a few precautions. And I recommend looking at Simply Safe Home Security. I've had my home broken into in the past and it was a terrible feeling, even though nothing that bad really happened. Aside from an intruder, I just really like knowing that I have a security setup that lets me check in on my pets when I'm not home. 
That is a huge peace of mind giver when I am out traveling. Simply Safe sent me a whole home security system, and I was really, really impressed by the variety of indoor and outdoor cameras they offer. And the whole thing is backed by 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. Get 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com slash criminalia. That's simplysafe, S-I-M-P-L-I-S-A-F-E dot com slash criminalia. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Hey, everybody, it's Holly. Listen, I've been doing stuff on stage since I was a kid, which means that I have been doing my makeup since I was a kid. And I can turn out a look when I need to, but on my day-to-day, I really like to keep it a little more relaxed and low-key. I don't have time for a full face most of the time. But that also means that Thrive Cosmetics can have me covered no matter what I'm doing, whether I'm doing something on stage, like I have an appearance or a live show, or I'm just running to the grocery store. Something in their line is perfect. And what I really love and what's important to me is that they are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. And to me, cruelty-free is very important in the cosmetics I use. I mentioned that I've been doing my makeup for a long time. I've gotten older (laughs) in that time. And one of the things that I've done to refresh my look is switch over to their brilliant eye brighteners and use something like a rose gold shade to really like go all around my eye and then just blend it out and get a daytime smoky look. It makes me look a little more youthful and more refreshed. And it's just easy as pie. And it means that I don't have to mess with a whole ton of products. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash criminalia. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash criminalia for 10% off your first order. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just arrived swim, cover ups, corset tops and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles like the made to be seen very sexy push up bra from the very sexy collection in on trend hues like black shine, green and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape Fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Welcome back to Criminalia. So, were the Poppenheimers instruments of the devil? Let's talk about that. We normally would not know anything about the Poppenheimer family, or at least not very much, especially not more than 400 years after they were alive. They were peasants, and the only time their lives would have been documented would almost surely always have been in a court record. 
And because it was high profile, this trial was well documented, and the archives, which can be found in Munich, are rich with details like the names of the clerks, the lawyers, the jailers, and even the judges who took part. Individuals from the family's own circles, including Glazier Jack, Jacob the Poacher, and Nine Fingers the Beggar, were also noted as having been in attendance. It may have been one of the most well-publicized witch trials in German history, but it was a show trial. What we mean by that, very basically, is that this was a public trial in which the judicial authorities had predetermined the guilt or the innocence of the defendants. The Pappenheimers were chosen as a scapegoat by these authorities. Not only were they peasants, which meant that they wouldn't be missed, a known thief and liar had named them as criminals while he was enduring torture before his own execution. But still, they really didn't have a chance. And there were actually two trials. The first resulted in the death of four of the Pappenheimer family and two of their accused accomplices. Those were a farmer named Ulrich Schultz and a tailor, George Schmultz. That may be Schmaltz. Uh, it's a little bit unclear in the, the historical record which of those spellings is accurate for that tailor. The remaining member of the family, that is Hansel, who you'll recall was just 10 years old, and five other accused accomplices were all sentenced in the second trial. After their arrest, the family was taken to Munich, where they underwent an incredible exhibit of torture. Methods so severe that you or I or anyone would probably confess to every unsolved crime and cold case in Bavaria. We quote, as many as possible of the unsolved crimes of the past few years were to be put down to the account of the accused. A leading official in the trial was the Duke's counselor. That was a man named Johann Sigismund Wagnerich. Johann had long made unsuccessful attempts to promote witch trials in Bavaria, but that kind of hadn't taken off. As Bavarian court chancellor, he hoped that he finally had his chance. And then there was Alexander von Haslang. Alexander was a Bavarian general and a witch hunter who, when Maximilian came to power, was chosen as the leader of a so-called war council. He was put in charge of managing the Pappenheimers while they were imprisoned, and it is believed he really was not actually interested in their punishment, but followed orders by the Duke to use extreme measures. Every member of the family was tortured, and under torture, they began to tell fantastic tales of crimes of witchcraft, and they confessed to pretty much any and all outstanding crimes in the country. Really, no joke. To be clear, this was not the normal trial or punishment for a family of their stature. For them, the legal system should have worked like this. If found guilty, they would have been sentenced to time in jail and then evicted from the territory. But all the Pappenheimers were accused, tried, and sentenced for the extraordinary crime of having been instruments of the devil. The official charges went as follows. There are four to name. One, quote, Of Paulus Gamepearl, it was said that he had crippled and slain 100 young children and 10 old people by dint of vile sorcery. The crowd also heard how he had entered the cellars of innkeepers and other folk, shamelessly devouring such victuals and drink as he might lay his hands on. 
He had further confessed to having committed 10 robberies from churches, violently slain 44 persons by his hand alone, set fire to homes or barns eight times, broken into houses by night 14 times, pillaging and robbing the tenants, robbed wayfarers on the highway five times, and committed four other thefts. 2. Quote, In like manner, his wife Anna, being 60 years of age, has assailed 100 infants and 19 old people with her spells, crippling them and killing them in godless fashion. She entered cellars on eight occasions, has committed one murder by her own hand, set fire twice to the homes of others, has caused four gales and hailstorms, and has poisoned meadows and afflicted cattle so often that she herself cannot tell the number. 3. Quote, the elder of her two sons, called Gumprecht, has caused the death of 30 children and adults by means of sorcery, has entered cellars on 12 occasions, burgled and robbed nine churches, committed 24 murders, set fire to nine homes, broken in by night and robbed fold six times. He has four times committed highway robbery, poisoned and ruined fields and cattle without number, and caused strife between God-fearing spouses on four occasions. And four, quote, The other, her son Jacob, has slain 65 infants and five adults by sorcery, has ten times entered cellars, has committed five thefts from churches, has put to death and murdered 33 persons by his own hand, set five fires, broken in five times by night, committed four other thefts, caused ten gales and hailstorms, poisoned fields and beasts 26 times. According to accounts of the interrogations, the Poppenheimers confessed to whatever authorities were looking for. After intense torture, family members began to reveal the details from their satanic indoctrination. They each confessed to having sex with the devil, and on several occasions. They confessed to aiding the devil for power and money. They confessed that they had given hair from their head, their armpit, and their genitals to the devil. Also, and we're quoting from the records here, a piece of nail from the big toe, that was of their left foot, quote, and powder of children's hands. They reported that the devil, quote, scratched them on their left side to draw blood, which he then, quote, collected in a little box. The family members described how the devil took out a sheet of paper, placed it on his knee, and gave each of them a pen so they could sign the pact. Because the family had no schooling, the devil guided their hands as they wrote, quote, then he wrapped up in the paper all the things that they had given him and took them with him. In total, the family confessed to hundreds of thefts and murders, and they also admitted to performing sorcery and black magic. Investigators in the case claimed to have found potions in their possession, potions made from the powdered remains of fingers taken from unborn babies. Together, the family members also named possibly more than 400 alleged accomplices. But this was not because they wanted to give up their friends and acquaintances, but rather it was a futile attempt at making the torture stop. Some of the people who were named were arrested and executed. Some of the people they named were not actually real people. During their torture, Anna and possibly Paulus confessed to flying. 
Anna claimed that at first, she thought that a night flight was actually a bad dream. She became convinced it was real when the devil assured her that he had carried her through the air. And at the time, this seemed like a pretty straightforward confession. Even most theologians at this period said that witches really did fly. So, of course, it made sense that Anna would have. Paulus also confessed to having bitten a consecrated communion host to make it bleed. The host, to to get us all on the same page here, is the bread used in the Christian ritual of the Eucharist. So for Catholics like Maximilian, it's considered to be the body of Christ. And this desecration of the consecrated host was blasphemy. Paulus with this act must be, of course, in league with the devil. We are going to take another break for a word from our sponsor. And when we're back, we will talk about what went on in a place called Falcon Tower. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. 
I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Welcome back to Criminalia. So please be aware, this is what I was talking about at the beginning of the show. We're going to talk now about some extreme torture techniques. So the family had pleaded their innocence, but as this was, as we mentioned, a show trial, they were found guilty. They were sentenced to execution by being burned alive. The commissioner, Commissioner Von Gerek, instructed that Hansel was to be an eyewitness to his adult family's execution. Right. Ten-year-old Hansel. The family was housed in Falcon Tower, which was a prison, where their torture under Alexander von Hasling's watch began. In the tower, torture would usually range from being hung by your wrists to dislocate your joints. There were actually a few versions of that particular technique. To having to endure such things as maybe torch burnings and, and other things like that. Children were often beaten with a cane, and this was all just the beginning for the family. When the family was removed from Falcon Tower on their execution day, according to the sheriff's report, Hansel did not have much to say, but the boy appeared, quote, lively enough. The sheriff had been assigned the task of documenting the boy's reactions during the execution. So when they arrived at the place of the execution, Hansel, as recorded by the local sheriff, said, quote, Look, look, what a grand wedding for my father and mother. They've got so many men-at-arms. The Duke doesn't have as many himself. So he clearly didn't initially understand what was happening. His demeanor quickly changed, though, when flames engulfed the site, crying while sitting on the sheriff's horse, saying, quote, My mother is squirming. The family's sentence, execution by being burned alive, was, as I'm sure we all imagine, terrible. But the level of torture the Pappenheimers were subjected to is frightening, distressing, and intense. Anne Barstow, historian and educator, records of their torture, and we're quoting here because we wouldn't do this the justice that she does. So first, they were stripped so that their flesh could be torn off by red-hot pincers. Then Anna's breasts were cut off. The bloody breasts were forced into the mouths of her two grown sons. Church bells pealed to celebrate this triumph of Christianity over Satan. The crowd sang hymns. Vendors hawked pamphlets describing the sins of the victims. Meanwhile, Anna's chest cavity bled. As the carts lurched along, the injured prisoners were in agony. Nonetheless, they were forced at one point to get down from the carts and kneel before a cross to confess their sins. Then they were offered wine to drink, a strangely humane act in the midst of this barbaric ritual. One can hope that between the wine and the loss of blood, the Poppenheimers were losing consciousness. They had not been granted the privilege of being strangled before being burned, but in keeping with the extreme brutality of these proceedings, they would be forced to endure the very flames. Further torments awaited Paulus. A heavy iron wheel was dropped on his arms until the bones snapped, then subjected to impalement on a pike. The four Poppenheimers were then tied to the stakes, the brushwood pyres were set aflame, and they were burned to death. 
Hansel wasn't only made to watch his parents and two older brothers torture and execution. He, too, was sentenced during a second witch trial just a few months later. And as the rest of his family, he, too, was burned alive in November of 1600. A lot of us will probably come away from this case horrified by the corruption and brutality of it. The Duke saw this whole thing as a way to help stabilize the region. But contemporaries to the Pappenheimers wouldn't have been as horrified as us, not really. Executions were often big events with a large turnout and pamphlets describing what had happened at the trial. They would have agreed, or most probably would have, that the Pappenheimers were instruments of the devil. And they also would have viewed the extreme torture and execution as a way to cast out the devil and save those souls. Holly, please tell me that you have a wonderful drink waiting for us at the end of this. I find it delicious. You are either going to think that I am a crazy person or a genius. It is called Burned at the Stake, which I hope no one will find too flip or glib. But there's a very good reason that I want to invoke fire here. So in thinking about all of this, I wanted to do something that was very classically German as a drink. And so I started thinking about a Kirsch Royale. Oh, hey, talk about that. So it's essentially that, but with a twist. So I'm going to tell you the Kirsch Royale part, which is actually not what you would do first, but I'm going to tell you how you put that together before the thing. So to have on hand, you will have a half ounce of Kirschwasser, which is a, a clear cherry brandy, an ounce of cherry syrup, or I did mine with a mix of cherry syrup and vanilla syrup, because you know I love vanilla every <laughs> You do. <laughs> I do. You're going to want two or three syrupy cherries, and you're going to want three ounces of champagne or sparkling wine. So that's what makes a Kirsch Royale. That's nothing I've invented. That's a pretty standard approach to it. However, here's the twist. Like I said, I wanted to do something German that also... Honored is not the right word, Mm -hmm. but references sort of the horror of this, but in a way that is not horrible to imbibe. Understood. You're going to take, you know, those small, like, pudding cup size oh, yeah. sealables, like, a, a, you know, a Gladware or a Rubbermaid, uh-huh. all of the all of the companies that do them make the small pudding cup size. You're going to fill that with sea salt. And to that, you are going to add five to six drops of liquid smoke. And you're going to shake it and shake it and shake it until the liquid smoke has evenly distributed throughout it. And if you want, you can let that sit overnight to make sure it incorporates. but You are going to use this to rim your glass before you make your cocktail. For anyone that hasn't ever done like a a salt rim before, I'm sure you know how, just in case you don't. You just dip the rim in water and then you dip the rim in a shallow dish filled with the flavored salt. Then you pour in your Kirsch, your Kirschwasser and your syrup, drop in those cherries and then top it off with champagne. So when you sip this, you get that yummy, fruity sweet and bubbly cherry flavored champagne cocktail but you also get that smoke sensation Mm -hmm. it's quite a cool thing the other thing that happens is that salt will augment the bubbliness of champagne so it also is just kind of like a a fun reaction that's going on as you sip it as the salt combines in that right at like the edge of your mouth as the salt and champagne combine it's an interesting thing 
definitely smells like smoke while you're drinking it, which is kind of fun, too. Yeah. I'm going to use this trick all the time. Just everybody that comes to my house should know it. Because the thing is, like, it is very popular for people to use or um, to be served. I wouldn't say to use. Like, smokers. Right. Oh, yeah. To have smoked cocktails in a bar, particularly if it's like a, a fancy pants craft mm-hmm. cocktails kind of place. Not everyone has a smoker at home. And I wanted an easy way to kind of give that smoked flavor and sensation. And that is it. For the mocktail version, super duper easy. You're just going to do your cherry syrup with a couple of cherries. And you can either do like a sparkling grape juice or a ginger ale, whichever you prefer. And you can still do the same liquid smoke rim. Shockingly delicious. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it sounds it sounds wonderful. Um, I'm actually very curious about the smoke rim. Um, the drink itself sounds fantastic. Right. I mean, uh, a Kirsch Royale is a classic for a reason. It's a, It's delicious. Yes, so hopefully that will um, take the edge off the knowledge of what happened to the poor Poppenheimers, because this was an intense one. Yes, this was a big one. As I've told Maria, this season I have felt like the heat is on to um, make interesting, fun cocktail segments because the stories are so rough. I know, we always end on an execution and makes you want to have a drink. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yes, so... Thank you for hanging in with us for the difficult content, and hopefully the cocktail is a little bit of a salve for that. And just for listening to us tell stories. We will be right back here next week with another story of witchcraft or sorcery. And we thank you once again for listening. Criminalia is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio, please visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.